When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. I, what I did see was Taylor Cornelius throw a 102-yard touchdown at Geno Lewis. Like, it wasn't all on Taylor Cornelius. Uh, Jake Ceresna, the defensive end, sacks the Saskatchewan quarterback, does a somersault and takes out the referee. We all thought that was kind of funny. But I'm like, he'll be lucky if he's not disqualified for that. As it was, it was, a, as you know, a 10-yard penalty. It's on all the highlights. Way to go, Jake. You made the blooper reel. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the RP Show. Coming in hot live from Ace Casino Airport in Calgary, Hotel Cleek, Calgary Airport. It is your favorite daytime sports talk show, and we are live on the Game Plus Television Network. That is Channel 924 on TELUS across Alberta and BC. Are we good? Are we good now? And we're on WQEE Radio in Atlanta. We are Atlanta's NHL show. And we've got Darren Moose DuPont with us, I believe, in the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Uh, here we go, Moose. I can't wait to get to the things that I want to talk about today. So let me just say this. What do you have to say for yourself before we go any further? Nothing. I mean, I had the pre-show meetings with you. Uh, you kind of told me what was coming up in the show. I'm just as excited as you are. So uh, let's get Okay, good. It. All right, everybody's going to have a lot of fun with this. I don't care what demographic you are or where you're living. And it has to do with football and the CFL, but it has, it's going to gravitate with everybody, football fan or not, NCAA tie-in, CFL tie-in, maybe an NFL tie-in. But we're going to open with this. The Stanley, did you hit the quick six show horn, Director Jordan? I'm sorry. Can you hit that? And then we'll, and then we'll go from there. Thank you. See how excited I am? Uh, our guests today, by the way, are Ryan Rishog from TSN Edmonton. He will be chatting with us via video from the City of Champions. And Jock Wilson, the peerless and ageless Jock Wilson, will be with us in hour two, the host of Calgary Stampeders broadcast, former host of Calgary Flames broadcast on QR Calgary Radio. But, number one, the Stanley Cup will be in the building tonight. T-Mobile Arena as Vegas looks to win its first ever NHL championship. The Golden Knights lead the Florida Panthers 3-1 in the best of seven final after hanging on for a 3-2 victory in game four. As we all know, Vegas lost the 2018 final to Washington. So either one of these two teams going into the Stanley Cup final was going to win their first. And I got to say this to the people that aren't in Canada and for those that are in Canada but aren't watching TSN Sports Center. If I got this right, Jay Onright on his show said... When they hand the Stanley Cup to Mark Stone, the captain of the Golden Knights, who's the, who does he give it to next? So just so you know, you might want to know that down there in Florida. That is the take. They think, well, whether it's going to end tonight or not, they think Vegas is going to win the Stanley Cup. All the odds, all of that points to that direction, Darren. Uh, so we'll get to the poll question in a moment. I just hope that it doesn't end tonight. I'm a Panthers fan. If it does I'll be happy, very happy for Vegas. But I'll vote no, it won't end. I don't want it to end tonight because more hockey is, makes the world go around. 
But how are you feeling about game five tonight? Yeah, I feel like it's over tonight. I do. I just have a feeling nah. it's over. Like I'm, make, I'm making plans on where I'm going to watch it and where you're going to be. And it felt like, you know, the basketball game last night, we all just knew it was going to be over. But at the same time, I hope it continues on. I hope we see game six and game seven. I mean, I want some more drama in this series. And you know what? The Panthers have shown us that when their backs are against the wall, that's when they play their best hockey. So yeah. you know what? Who am I to say that it's going to be over tonight? It's a gut that feeling that I have, but who knows if that's going to be right. So the poll question today for our good friends at Key Auto Group, and by the way, the all-new Sportage reimagines innovation in motion, an urban SUV design with all the comforts for your next adventure. Order yours today at keyyorktonkia.com or by calling 306-783-2772. The 2023 Kia Sportage, movement that inspires our poll question today is, does the Stanley Cup final end tonight? 75% of respondents saying, yes, it does. That's on Twitter. I can only imagine it's similar to that, Clark, on YouTube. And certainly we have it running on our Instagram poll. 83% saying it ends tonight. And that's a topic for a whole other time. I can see now that I got out of the green forest. My home province is Saskatchewan. I'll always love it. But I get now... Well, the CFL has never wanted to go up against the Stanley Cup final in June. I get it when you're in NHL markets. I get it. I get it. The CFL's sitting there, Ambrosi, please end tonight, please end tonight, please end tonight. <laughs> right? But the hockey fans are not. So anyways, we open with hockey in the Stanley Cup final. How do? Good. Point two, what I've been waiting all day to get to. An open tryout earlier this spring for the Canadian Football League's Edmonton Elks has resulted in complaints against the longtime CFL franchise after Elks staff members asked participants to help set up the field, time 40-yard dashes and other elements in the bizarre event at Pasadena City College. Numerous so sources have told footballscoop.com. A representative for University of Texas Longhorn standout punter Daniel Trejo wrote in a statement. Darren, listen, and everybody listen to this. Upon his arrival, Daniel was asked to assist the Elks staff with managing the timing of the 40-yard dash. I failed to understand why, as a professional football prospect, the Elks would ask, let alone rely, on Daniel for this portion of the tryout. To add insult to injury, the Elks required Daniel to sit around and wait a full seven hours and 15 minutes before conducting the kicking portion of the tryout. And once the workout began, Daniel was asked to perform an estimated 15 kickoffs and then 15 field goal attempts, all before being asked to punt. We have never heard of anything like what the Elks required Daniel to endure and suffer. That's a quote! <laughs> to endure and suffer and i'm paraphrasing here but to add even more insult to injury the complaint accuses the elks of only providing one cooler of water on a mid 70 degree day oh my god are we having a field day with this and i saw the headline of the article at footballscoop.com it's something along the lines of cfl team accused of egregious acts by player i'm like oh my god what did they do now jones and then I'm like, I read it, and I'm like, well, this is a typical Chris Jones workout. I've been at many, many. It's exactly what they do. So we got to spend some time on that for a second. And you got the read, and Kevin, our sales guy, is a football guy. 
he's like, oh, these prima donna players. I'm like, NCAA D1 Texas Longhorn player. We have to set up our own pilot? What? This is pro football? Oh, my God. Here, here, here. This is the way Jones looks at it. How bad you want to play pro football, son. That's what it comes down to. I had to wait seven hours. I waited eight hours in the lobby of the Suncoast Hotel in Las Vegas to interview Bill Foley face-to-face. And I did it, and I was grateful that he did the interview with me. Yeah. What the hell is wrong with people? I'd love to know what you think about this, because you're a millennial and from the trophy generation. Maybe you agree with the guy. I mean, no. I mean, on the one hand, who has a seven-and-a-half-hour workout? I mean, there used to be wrapped up neat and tidy in like 90 minutes, right? Two hours is getting long. But at the same time, it's a tryout. You haven't signed a contract, I don't think. No. I don't think there was a contract signed before the workout, you know? So you got to get through everybody detailed. And guess what? You know, Rich Eisen likes to say that punters are people too. But you know what? Punters and kickers, they're at the end of the line. Like, when Chris Jones is going through his evaluations, the kickers and punters are last. So, unfortunately, you should have just asked him, do you know when we're going to go? Because I'm going to wait six hours before I come out here. You know, at least you could ask before, but uh, this is just funny. That's all. Oh, my God. I could sit and go on about this for hours. And it is Canadian sports television. We're talking about a CFL team, but it's an American guy, Chris Jones. Down there from the Alabama Tennessee line. So it's all great. It's all great. John in Winnipeg, John Ohm says the controversial football league, CFL, Elks tryouts. <laughs> Give me a break. So, for all the legions of listeners and readers and viewers, I've worked with Chris Jones. The coach of the Edmonton. And by the way, the Elks have sent out a statement. It's something along the lines of we've been aware of this complaint. We're looking into it. Something like that. The CFL Players Association, yeah. of which we have a great relationship with, and you're going to be hearing more about that soon. The CFLPA is like, uh, yeah, we saw the complaint. It's got nothing to do with us. We love the players, and we'll look into this, but he's not even a member of our union, so. I got to stay out of the comments for a second because I'm on this opening rant here. We're trying to stay on track with what we want to talk about because it's what we do here in the warm-up. So I remember Bradenton, Florida, 36 degrees Celsius. That's high eight, nah, 90s, probably Fahrenheit when I was there in April. And <laughs> this is the thing. Bring your cleats. Bring $100 to sign up and probably bring a water bottle. It's not any different than 4-H camp, okay? It's not. And Jones was wearing them into the ground. You've heard me tell this story, Darren, a million times, but a lot of people haven't. So I leaned over to Mike Davis, our assistant GM, who I talk to Mike still regularly. Why, even before that, these two high school coaches came up. They thought I was a coach. They're like, we get it now. You wear these players into the ground. Yeah, great. Have fun. I'm on the air. Woosah. Okay. So the coaches are like, we get it now. They are, you wear them into the ground. It's something about sales guys, man. 
Hi, bye. We're going for break. Yeah, I go up, go. I'm doing a show here, okay? They're never gonna get it, ever. So the coaches are like, you wear them into the ground, and whoever's left standing makes the team. And I'm like, well, I guess so. And they were going for six, seven, eight hours on that field. I was getting tired, and I was standing there watching it. So I went over to Mike Davis, and I said, how long are you going to go? And Mike's like, got the field till eight. And he's a Jones guy, <laughs> right? And the thing is, how long would you wait? Oh, here's one. Here's one. From Lang on, in watching on YouTube. Says, totally disrespectful. Imagine you waiting seven hours for an interview and asking you to set up a mic. I would absolutely do it. In a, I, were, you, were you not listening? Said I waited eight hours in the lobby of the Suncoast Hotel in Las Vegas to interview Bill Foley, and I was happy to do it. And I still have the interview. I got a photo of it, too. Ray Elgard was there. He can attest. The situation, Rod, is different. Like, not, not from your situation to that. But it's different than if you were asked to do it. You know, if you want to do it, you want the interview, you'll stand there and you'll wait. If you want to play pro football, you're going there to try out. It's different than if you make the team and then they're like, okay, by the way, we're going to ask you to sit here for seven hours every day and wait till the end of practice to do your thing and we're going to treat you terrible. No, no, no. This was a tryout. You want to play pro football. The kid stuck around and waited. If he had a problem with you're it, he to leave three hours. And Anytime. Yeah. You're free to leave at any time. Right? He could have left. He could have left. He didn't. He stuck around. You know, this isn't a regular practice. This isn't players who are under contract and on the team. No. There's no whining to the CFLPA for this. This is a tryout. This is a one-off. This is what you go through just to get on the team. You know, it, it, it's, it happens. From, well, from Terry Flaherty, from the audience, he says, I don't see the big deal. Man, well, they launched a complaint against them, against the Elks. And to who, by the way? The letter went to footballscoop.com. What are you hoping to accomplish here? And then, well, actually, Kevin, our sales guy, said the first thing I thought of was, here's a guy that didn't get signed out of it, so it's sour grapes. I'm like, well, that's probably part of it. That's what you think it is? Yes. That's what you think well, it is? Look at how many complaints have you, have you seen from players who made the team? Right? Zero. Because they made the team. Oh, you didn't man. make the team. Now you're complaining, right? Uh -huh. If he would have got me out there after 45 minutes, I'd have made all 15 field goals. But you made me sit. For, I cramped up. You made me sit there for seven hours. Who knows what excuses they came up with. We all know, we all know guys like that. But, right. uh, oh, my God. Yeah. Wayne in Victoria, B.C. says, it's the me generation. And they're feeling like they're hard done by. People seem to believe they should never be inconvenienced. Well, and by the way, as I sat there and watched all those players in that hot Florida sun in April in Bradenton, Florida, I said to Mike, why are they, why is nobody quitting? And Mike said, because they know the moment they walk off that field, that it's over. Their dream is dead. So like you say, if this kid had been signed out of the deal, there would be no complaint. So there's something to that too. Um, anyways, we got to get better. Some really weird people chiming in today. Weirder than normal. Um, point three, Ryan Huska says he will have, he will have a captain. 
Expect a much better season from a number of key players, as, such as Nazem Kadri and Jonathan Huberdeau, and push to make the playoffs. Calgary's newest head coach, who served the past season, uh, five seasons as a Flames assistant, said Monday he wants to make a number of positive changes as he takes over from the fired Daryl Sutter. The Flames, who missed the playoffs by two points this year, have changed head coaches five times in eight years. We're up against it, believe it or not, for our first break. When we come back, we'll delve more into that. Ryan Huska named as the 24th head coach of the Calgary Flames. Jock Wilson with us later on today in Hour 2 to talk about that. We got the NBA Finals, the Blue Jays at the Orioles, the Raptors have a new head coach. Lots to get to. We are back at Ace Airport Casino in Calgary and Hotel Cleek Calgary Airport, and we are live on Game Plus Television, WQEE Podcast, and YouTube Live. What's the easiest choice you can make? Window instead of middle seat? Picking a vendor who sends a great gift basket? Outsourcing business tasks you hate? What about selling with Shopify? Whether you're selling a little or a lot, Shopify helps you do your thing, however you cha-ching. Shopify is the global commerce platform that helps you sell at every stage of your business. From the launch your online shop stage to the first real-life store stage. All the way to the did we just hit a million orders stage? Shopify is there to help you grow. Whether you're selling scented soap or offering outdoor outfits, Shopify helps you sell. Wherever and whatever you're selling, Shopify's got you covered. Sign up for a $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash try. Go to shopify.com slash try now to grow your business, no matter what stage you're in. Shopify.com slash try. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth Shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make Shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. The place to be tonight, T-Mobile Arena, Las Vegas, Game 5 of the Stanley Cup Final. Most of you people are thinking the Stanley Cup Final ends tonight in Game 5. Our daily poll is for Key Auto Group and uh, 75 to 80% saying that it will end. We are live at Ace Airport Casino in Calgary where, what's today, Tuesday? Yeah. Well, there's happy hour here every day from 2 to 5 p.m., 25% off appetizers and 525 domestic beer and highballs. Today has taken a drastic and quick upturn as we bring in Darren Moose DuPont from the NHL's Bermuda Triangle. Moose, I got a text message here on the 902 text line 
Our text line for Progressive Insurance, 902-518-3033. Clark, can you open up the text line as well? Grant Stewart's written in Moose, and he says, Watching your show from John Frenzy's palatial North Regina suite. Have another great show, Rod. Signed, John and Grant. So John Frenzy is in uh, in a state that now has, obviously, Sastel Max Cable, where we're channel 427, and there's a photo of John giving us the thumbs up. He is the Hall of Fame broadcaster for the Saskatchewan Rough Riders. There it is. There's John Frenzy this morning live watching the program on Sastel Max. You got a thumbs up there from Johnny Boy. And uh, I can just imagine what Lynch would have to say today about Saskatchewan's win at Ebbett. Very excited here in Ryderville with a win. <laughs> the true litmus test, of course, is Friday night when the Winnipeg Blue Bombers come to town. But I love you, John. He is my... Uh, surrogate dad now and glad to know that he found the show it's only been a thousand and eighteen episodes <laughs> but he's got it jim wagner yeah jim wagner's watching in balgoni he says boo hoo he writes it on the progressive insurance text line boo hoo prospective players go get a minimum wage job then don't let the door hit you on the way out and then he says vegas gets the hardware tonight that's from jim in balgoni teo is watching in ottawa and Teo says, hi, Mark Stone should hand the cup to the true Vegas MVP, Gary Bettman. The rule changes he pushed through gave Vegas a contender on a silver platter. Well, I've meant to ask the Golden Girl that twice since uh, she's been on. I keep forgetting the last two times. Her and her dad believe that the NHL and Gary Bettman wanted the Vegas Golden Knights to win this Stanley Cup this year. And I just don't want to believe that. I just don't. I want to believe there's a Santa and an Easter bunny. I don't want to believe that this is all predetermined. Do you believe it? No, I don't believe anything's predetermined in this world. I don't, you know, I, you know, there's something about fate and the universe and that kind of stuff. But I don't believe there's a script writer. And I mean, they're having fun with it now. The, at least the NFL is having fun with the script writing, you know, and, and Roger Goodell's getting into it. And I think Gary Bettman might get into it. Like um, this big conspiracy that it's all drawn up behind the scenes and there's a script that everybody's following and they're all just actors in this whole thing. It's just crazy. It's sports. <laughs> like, you know, the better team is winning. Yes, okay, it might seem like the league is ha enjoying it, but like... There is no conspiracy going on. I just, I just can't go along with it. Well, in this regard, he's not talking about officiating Teo, and let me clarify that. Not that I misrepresented it, but he's saying the expansion rules were changed, and I've talked to those Vegas guys. I still talk to those Vegas guys, and they say, yeah, they were changed. That's not our fault. They, they fully okay. believe that, and they actually said, they said, if, you were, if we open a donut shop, and they put us beside Tim Hortons, and we were an expansion donut shop, and we weren't allowed to sell chocolate donuts. We'd be tying one arm around our, behind our back. So they changed the rules yeah. for us to be competitive. Now, the Nashville Predators never made the playoffs the first eight years. And look how, well, Florida got into the NHL Stanley Cup final three years in, but Nashville didn't. Should Vegas have to apologize that the rules were relaxed for them being an expansion team? I don't believe that Was they should. Was it Nashville and Columbus that came in together, right? And I'd have to go Columbus, back. Columbus got Rick Nash pretty early, and he helped, and Marion Gabrick ended up coming through that organization eventually and, and things, and, and they were okay. 
But both of those teams were really bad for a long time, never won anything. They struggled. I don't know how attendance was. They weren't exactly the creme de la creme of the NHL. And I think when you're asking for exorbitant expansion fees, hundreds of millions of dollars to say, look at, you're going to buy a franchise, but look at the track record is you're going to be bad for a dozen years. That doesn't really entice too many um, great people to want to buy franchises. So you got to make the, the playing field a little, even, a little more even. They created this situation for Vegas. That was mixed in a perfect storm with some really smart people being hired in the front offices to make these trades that happened before and manipulate or use the system to their advantage. And then they tweak it a little further before it goes to Seattle, and they'll tweak it again before the league expands to Houston or Kansas City or Quebec or wherever they go next. It's about evolving and changing it to try and create a great atmosphere for hockey, and Vegas took advantage of it. Nobody should apologize for that. As usual, my mind's racing on a lot of things, but we'll move on from this in a second, but I'm just having a lot of fun today. It was great to hear from John Frenzy. There's no show on television or radio like this with the interactive component, so we are live right now for the next hour and a half. So let's join the discussion on all these things. 902-518-3033, the Progressive Insurance text line, or in the YouTube chat. But it reminds me of my good friend Derek Myers, an oil man. He was born into oil. He was born a millionaire. The, the guy that passed away, we held his service April 22nd. At 45 years of age, he passed from cancer. And he used to say to me all the time, because I, lo I loved him. I cried for two solid hours at his funeral, and I didn't care who saw I loved him that much as a, as a close friend. And he goes, hey, I was born into oil money. Don't hate me. It's not my fault. So my grandpa was rich. Big deal. Don't hate me because of it. That's, and why would you hate him? He's a lovable guy. It's the same situation to me. Yeah. You know, we didn't make the rules. Do you see the parallel? I didn't. Yeah, yeah. we didn't make the rules. We just played by them. And we won, you know, big deal. Like, right. you got to remember, they took a lot of chances. Like, Jonathan Marcheseau, who was he in Florida? Nobody. Goes to Vegas no, and nobody. all of a sudden he's Jonathan Marcheseau. Could be a playoff MVP, you know? Sometimes it's situation, well, it's a perfect storm. There's a lot of different circumstances that go into it. To the haters, the Vegas people are just laughing at you. So keep yeah, on hating. They're not sorry. And 85% of you think they're going to be lofting the Stanley Cup overhead tonight. So you're really going to be pissed off then. Uh, moving on, point four. MVP Nikola Jokic guided Denver to its first NBA title in franchise history Monday night as the Nuggets overcame poor shooting and a late flurry from Miami's Jimmy Butler to squeeze past the visiting Miami Heat 94-89. The Nuggets won the best of seven series in five games. Jamal Murray of Kitchener, Ontario, scored 14 points and added eight rebounds and eight assists in the game. Jimmy Butler led the visiting Heat with 21 points. By the way, as much as we talked about South Florida being the sports mecca and hotbed this spring, how lucky was I to be there for it? Now, they're inconsolable. I, I follow fans on Twitter because I just want to kind of get a sense of what people are thinking in all the markets. And I saw one Panthers fan saying today, it feels like a funeral here at work today. Dude, they haven't even played the game yet. Stop your pissing. Piss and moan after the game if you lose. Oh, my God. So sometimes following fans is a blessing and a curse. 
You want to sit and whine and moan that your workplace is a funeral because the Heat lost last night and the Panthers might to take that over there. Negative energy. Point five. The Toronto Blue Jays, who had a day off yesterday, will open a three-game series tonight against the Orioles in Baltimore. The Orioles are in second place in the American League East at 41 and 24. Jays in fourth at 37 and 30. Righty Chris Bassett will start on the mound for the Jays, while the Orioles will counter with Dean Kramer. Point six, the Toronto Raptors will introduce their new head coach at a press conference this afternoon. The Raps were the only NBA team without a head coach entering this week after firing Nick Nurse on April 21st. Reports over the weekend pegged Darko Yarradjakovic as the successful candidate. I'm guessing he's Croatian. And that will go over very well with the Croatian population in Toronto, of which there's a large one, and I have many friends from it. The 40, oh, he's Serb. That'll go over very large with a Serbian population of Toronto. The 44-year-old Serb has been coaching since 1996 and was the top assistant in Memphis last season. So speaking of coaches, let me bring it back here to Calgary, and we're going to have some Flames alumni coming on over the next couple of weeks. Bruce Dobigan, the Doughboy, coming in later this week. With Ryan Husky being coached, known Ryan a long time. He's three years younger than me. He's won four Memorial Cups. I don't believe there's anybody else on the planet that's won more Memorial Cups than Ryan Huska. And I've always kind of known him as a studious, somewhat nerdy guy, but he's still a hockey player. So I listened to all his interviews here in Calgary on radio and watched them on television, and he's, he kind of let his personality out a little more uh, in, in these interviews. And it's, there's more to Ryan as far as being an entertainer than I thought. Like, and he's, he's been honest. He's like, we're going to change the culture around here, and uh, we're going to change the way we do things around here. It's very evident. And I want to get Ryan down here on the show. I shouldn't speak for him, but I don't think him and Daryl Sutter were on the same page, clearly. And uh, Craig Conroy, did you see the clip from the general manager? Connie said, I was given free reign by the bosses here to hire whoever I wanted. They just said hire the right guy. And he goes, and I think Ryan Huska's that. So people are pretty excited about Ryan Huska. They don't really know a lot about him here, uh, Darren, but they're willing to give him a chance. And I think that's a good thing. I think that's really important that you're willing to give him a chance. And I think he, full marks, he knocked the opening press conference out of the park. I thought he was great. Uh, he touched on relationships with the alumni, you know, old stories from back in the day. Um, you know, he's talking about, you know, building the bridges with the alumni and how important they are. Um, he's talking about how this team's going to play, where they're going. Um, I think the players like him. Again, I don't know Ryan Huska. I don't know him. We've never met. Unfortunately, my time doing TV games in the NHL didn't cross over with him being the coach in Kelowna um, and, and doing any Kelowna Rockets games, unfortunately. So I've got to go by my circle, you know, and when I hear people talk about the character and the quality guy that Ryan Husk is, that's good enough for me to give him a shot. You know, good people deserve oh, yeah. these opportunities. And now the Flames have really good people running both the American League team and the National Hockey League team. So I think this franchise is in good shape here for years to come. Interesting you say that because I ran into Matt Dunnigan in the Toronto airport on Friday and we were talking about that and he was saying with Cody Fajardo, he's like, Fajardo says too much in the media, man. He shouldn't do interviews. And I said, well, what he said was honest. He's like, he, 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 he shouldn't be saying that. That's from Dunnigan. And I said, well, I give a guy that's honest and a good guy a lot more leeway than a guy that's a jerk. And Dunnigan's like, yeah, 
That's true. And I'm not saying that Matt's wrong either, but Cody just speaks from his heart. How could you? How could you be upset about that or criticize that? Anyways, from the audience, Chris Tom in Heidelberg, Ontario says, congratulations. Oh, where the heck is it? From Chris in Heidelberg, Ontario. Congrats to Jamal Murray and the Denver Nuggets on the NBA title. I believe that he is the first player ever from Kitchener in Ontario to win an NBA title. I would think from Richard, he is in Edmonton. He texts the Progressive Insurance text line and says, Edmonton saying that their opening game attendance was the best in 10 years. If the Riders was not playing, it would have been an empty stadium. LOL. How many Riders fans are going to be the next game for free? Edmonton has, if the Elks don't win at home next game, should be free. Should be lots of free tickets out there. LOL. Go Riders. Who cares? If the Bear hadn't stopped to take a dump, he'd have caught the rabbit. Who cares if half the stadium was Ryder fans? It was 32,000 in their biggest attendance since 2013 for a home opener. Stop. Can people stop peeing on everybody else's parade? Can we make that a Please. thing today? Can we do that? Can we do that? God damn. Don't make me close what? this text line. I know. What? Don't come here and try and tell me why somebody's win should have been a loss. I hate that. <laughs> right. Okay, Boose. Talk to you next hour. See ya. Ryan Rashog in next, and he's always good from TSN Edmonton. We're live from Ace Airport Casino in Calgary on the Game Plus Television Network, WQEE Radio Podcast, and YouTube Live. Are you tired of overspending on your purchases? Say hello to local deals available on the MySask411 app, which brings you amazing deals and offers right at your fingertips. With a few taps, you can save big on your next shopping spree, from dining to clothing. MySask411 has discounts for all your needs. Download the MySask411 app and start saving today. Game five of the Stanley Cup final tonight in that joint T-Mobile Arena. Vegas looking to close it out with a win over the Florida Panthers. But we are live at Ace Airport Casino where, uh, by the way, Calgary's best attended Sunday afternoon poker tournaments right here with 75-inch televisions at every table. You can get your fill of sports and poker all in one location. Ace Poker changing the poker landscape. We're live on Game Plus Television and WQEE Radio. Tell us Channel 924. We welcome in Ryan Rashog and uh, Shogger, long time no see. I tell you what, buddy, what wonderful timing with the Edmonton Elks being accused of egregious and unprofessional tactics by punter Daniel Treo from their workout in Pasadena in April. What's the word in the Alberta capital about these egregious accusations? Yeah, I mean, I would say it's, uh, you know, it's one of those kind of kind of wait and see type things. But anytime stuff like that gets brought up, it's going to raise eyebrows. Um, you know, I haven't had a chance to, you know, speak to the organization through this yet. Uh, they had their game there the other day. Uh, so at this point, I'd say it's, uh, it's early, but um, I don't know, man. It's not a great look. We'll see, I guess. It's kind of the seedy underbelly of, uh, you know, 
offseason acquisitions and of, of recruiting yeah. and all that kind of thing, right? That's just we we know there's lots of stuff that goes on and it's it just is what it is. It's heavy competition to get players and these are always situations where, you know, um who knows exactly what goes on. So wait and see, I suppose. Yeah, I think it's the tough part is the headline makes it look really bad. The players had to set up their own cones and the punter had to wait seven hours to punt in the sun. Oh my God. Yeah. Lock up Jones and throw away the key. Like it's not, not a great look, man. Deal. Definitely, definitely not yeah, a but great it's, look. Right, that's a yeah. Yeah, that's my point why I brought up, but it's not really something the Elks needed right now. What with an eighteen game home losing streak. Like, when do you think this will end? I mean, it's it's a you know, it's a good question, but it's there's just no way to know. I mean, who would have thought it would have gone on this long? It's unbelievable. Like this, this is unconscionable how long this thing has gone on for. And the team wants to move past it, right? They want to just have it be about this season and they want to, oh, we're just 0-1 this year and nothing that happens in the past matters. And I get it. Like good football clubs and good professional athletes, they need to have short memories. And, and that's definitely a thing. Uh, fans don't have that luxury, right? Because they're wearing the wounds of uh, past losses every time they got to pull their wallet out and buy a ticket. So uh, I understand the players want to move past it. They don't want to talk about it. Chris Jones is kind of being combative on the topic, telling us it's bad questions when we ask him about it. A little bit silly if you ask me. Um, I don't know when it's going to end, but man, oh man, you know this pig of a streak needs to die for this organization to take a step forward. Well, like you and I said before the game Sunday, it's literally years. Like when you get your head around it's crazy. What? Yeah. But, yeah, but you were on the sidelines for the game, and trust me, I'll get around to hockey in a second, but that was a winnable game for the Elks on oh, Sunday, yeah. was it not? Yeah, thanks to their defense, right? I mean, the, the defense went out and did their job. They kept the score within reason, and they sort of put it on a platter to you know, see what this new-look offense could do, right? All these fancy new receivers and Taylor Cornelius ready to take this step, and ta-da, have at her. And they sputtered out of the gate. Their discipline was a mess. Uh, Cornelius's arm was off most of the day. We saw a lot of strange throws. Had a couple of there were a couple of little looks though, Rod. Couple little looks where you're like, okay, maybe there it is. Hooks up with Geno Lewis on the long one, threw a couple of nice darts, used his legs a little bit, and you're like, okay, there it is. And then poof, away it went. It was gone, and they couldn't get it back again. So uh, I agree, the game was winnable, but the offense, whether it was play calling, I mean, stuffed three times from the one. When does that ever happen? That's ridiculous with yeah. a game on the line. They're going the right direction, but not nearly as fast as people would like to see <laughs> from a green and gold fan standpoint. Now to hockey, you saw the T-Mobile video when we came in here, T-Mobile Arena. Be totally non-biased, and you're good at that. What's the better rink, Rogers Place or T-Mobile? Oh, man. I mean, the the it's Vegas. <laughs> like it's Vegas. Really? You stand outside and you, and you look around at T-Mobile and you look across and we were staying at the Park MGM there and then you got their theater there where Bill Burr was playing and you look. I mean, atmosphere, environment in and around the rink. It's not even a discussion, and I think we all know that. Get into the building though. They did a pretty good. They did a pretty good job at Rogers. It, it's a really nice building. It's easy to get around in there. Uh, it's it's pretty close. I'll be honest with you. I, I probably, because we're either up in the press box at the game or down below, I've experienced games at Rogers in the crowd. like in the, And that's where you really get a feel for it, when the place is full. Yeah. I wasn't on the main concourse at all in any of the games I've covered there, so it's probably hard to say. 
Uh, I think the rink in Edmonton's pretty good, though. I quite appreciate you saying that because I think it's Edmonton and it's not even close. Yeah. And I'm more of a Vegas fan. <laughs> Just yeah. as an actual building, they're both egregiously expensive. Uh, and it's a nice discussion to have, of course, uh, which is the better rink and for Edmonton to be in that discussion. And how about the team? I've had people say, NHL people say over the last month, this was Vegas, or sorry, this was Edmonton's year. The orders, this was their year. This was their window. Do you believe that? Have you heard that? Oh, yeah. I, I absolutely believe it. I mean, uh, they gave Vegas a pretty good run. I mean, a little bit better goaltending. A couple guys went dry that, you know, they wouldn't want them to go dry, right? Leon Dreisaitl, kind of the offense dried up for him a little bit. A uh, little better coverage in their own end in a few instances here and there. Like, they're right there with Vegas. And, and you know, Vegas looking like they're going to be the Stanley Cup champion. So, yeah, this definitely was their window. I don't think it slammed shut on them or anything, Rod. Like, I think they're, they're going to return most of this group. They will remain in their window. But absolutely, like, when you talk to Oiler fans around this town, and I have for many, many years after many, many seasons where they end up disappointed, I don't know that I've seen, like, the, the, the sheer pain like this since the Game 7 loss uh, in 06, just because what could have been. They really sense what could have been, because I do think that Vegas-Edmonton series might have just been the Stanley Cup final. Absolutely. Um, and, you know, i, I got to say this, as an Edmonton guy that you are, matching up your hockey DB versus Ryan Huskas, did you play <laughs> with him in Kamloops? No, no, I didn't. He was. I tried out when I was 16, and, and Ryan was there then. But so the way this worked in Kamloops, Rod, as you know, they had spectacularly talented teams, right? And they went on to win back-to-back Memorial Cups, which is unbelievable. And then I came after. So when all the good players won the Cups and left, that's where a few spots filtered open. And I uh, accidentally dropped into one of those spots and spent most of the season in the press box. I was there after the Mem Cup teams, although... I do think we had a chance to win the league, but we couldn't get past Spokane that year. We still had like a Ginla and Dominic Kelly and Baumgartner and some good players, but it was the uh, it was the supporting crew that couldn't get us over the hump, which I was a big part of. You're a good BSer, man. I called those games. You didn't make those Kamloops teams if you weren't good, so I, I remember it very well. And I just so what do you think in in the minute or less that we have uh, on the hiring of Ryan Huska? What does it mean for the Flames? <laughs> Yeah, well, I heard you guys talking about him last segment, and from what I know of Ryan, I've gotten of Ryan, I've gotten to know him a little bit over the last uh, number of years as well. We're both alumni and kind of in some of the same circles. Um, I think he's a really smart guy. I think he's a very cerebral person. I think he's measured. I think he's calm. Uh, I think he understands how to relate to players. So I think it's going to be a drastic change from what they're used to. Uh, I think it's a good hire. He's paid his dues, right? He had success at the junior level, uh, paid his dues in the American Hockey League, NHL assistant job. He understands. He's not a guy that's been fast-tracked. He's a guy that's had to earn it. And I think with his temperament and his experience, uh, I think they've probably got a pretty good one here. And I, I like the fact that they went internal. It's, it's you know, they've, they've, they've built this guy. And now they're going to reap the rewards of that by, by having a homegrown guy behind the bench that has rapport with people in the organization already. And I would probably suggest good rapport. Good person, a winner, four Memorial Cups. Very smart and a, and a hard worker. What else is there? What else is there? Ryan, what a wonderful chat. I appreciate you coming on, man. Enjoy the summer. We'll be bumping into you. Sounds good, my friend. Take care. All the best.
Thank you. We got a sports update coming up and audience takeover in hour two. The great Jock Wilson, the guy that says watermelons are not allowed in McMahon Stadium June 24th. I heard it. I heard it. <laughs> right after this on Game Plus TV, WQEE Radio, Podcast, and YouTube Live. PlayNow.com is Saskatchewan's only legal gambling site. A site with hundreds of slot games, your favorite live table games, and the PlayNow Sportsbook. Head over to www.playnow.com slash rpshow to claim your $50 casino reward. That's www.playnow.com slash rpshow for your $50 casino reward. PlayNow.com 19 plus, use your game sense. For the ones who work hard to ensure their crew can always go the extra mile. And the ones who get in early so everyone can go home on time. There's Granger, Offering professional-grade supplies backed by product experts so you can quickly and easily find what you need. Plus, you can count on access to a committed team ready to go the extra mile for you. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger, For the ones who get it done. As if you needed another reason to go to Las Vegas or even tune into Las Vegas tonight, Game 5. Just behind that sign there is the arena, T-Mobile. Quite interesting, by the way, that Ryan Rashad just with us saying that Vegas is a better arena than Edmonton. Have to think about that a little bit. I think Edmonton's a better arena. He said better atmosphere. Well, yes. And Edmonton, I had a dodge tent city to get in there and call and uh, to the world juniors last summer that goes without saying but as far as a structural facility what's better i think it's edmonton he still said vegas progressive insurance text line is open 902-518-3033 lots to get to uh, but a sports update first the edmonton stingers came into the canada life center on Monday night and picked up a 97-68 statement win over the Winnipeg Sea Bears. The Stingers improved to 2-3 and three to begin the season, while the Sea Bears, the expansion team, have their winning streak snapped and fall to 4-2. and two. This is Canadian Elite Basketball League play, and if you're not into it, get into it. Big crowd last night at Winnipeg for the game. Tonight, Montreal is at Niagara. MVP Nikola Jokic guided Denver to its first ever NBA title in franchise history Monday night as the Nuggets overcame poor shooting and a late flurry for Miami's Jimmy Butler to squeeze past the visiting Heat, 94-89. And Mitch Hanniger drove in two runs and Brandon Crawford hit a tie-breaking RBI single on the eighth to lead the visiting San, Francisco's, uh, San Francisco Giants to a 4-3 win over the St. Louis Cardinals Monday. That was our highlight game from MLB. Blue Jays at Baltimore tonight. Golfers Billy Horschel and Justin Thomas aren't expecting the pace of play to speed up for this year's U.S. Open, which tees off Thursday at the L.A. Country Club. They point to two key reasons. One is the 284-yard 7th hole. The other is the 290-yard 11th hole. They said these will be five-hour rounds at best. This sports update is brought to you by Landmark Cinemas in theaters June 23rd, The Flash.
Worlds collide in The Flash when Barry uses his superpowers to travel back in time in order to change the events of the past. But when his attempt to save his family inadvertently alters the future, Barry becomes trapped in a reality in which General Zod has returned, threatening annihilation. And there are no superheroes to turn to. That is, unless Barry can coax a very different Batman out of retirement. The Flash in Landmark Cinemas, June 23rd. 902-518-3033 is the Progressive Insurance text line to get at us here. We're having fun and will next hour with Jock Wilson, who's already in the house here at Ace Airport Casino, talking about the Elks being in trouble. A lot of people siding with the kid, with the player. Um, I'm jumping in late here. Jeff in Winnipeg says, Jokic is so laid back in his playing and in his interviews. He's great. A lot of NBA fans uh, out there. You talk a lot of NBA on your show, Jock? I don't think you do. <laughs> no. <laughs> not here either. But uh, yesterday in the poll, I, did the majority Clark not say they would be following the finals or at least game five last night? More than I thought there would be. From BK in Saskatoon writes that he says, I think you guys need to admit the Rough Riders will school winter peg Friday. You'll sleep better. Oh, boy. I don't know about that one. Maybe we should dig up the Bet Regal odds. My guess is Winnipeg, I would think, would be favored. I have a task for the top hour break to check the odds line, the uh, money line, for the week two games in the Canadian Football League. My guess, Winnipeg favored by one and a half. They're just that good. And I think the Riders are like Justin Trudeau. They're just not ready. They beat the Washington Generals of football last week. So don't get too excited. But we got a lot to get to with Jocko next hour. We'll be right back on Game Plus Television and WQEE, the key.